What's good, family? Let me tell y'all what happened today that caused me for that caused for this episode to be so late. I did not eat lunch today, but I had breakfast. But my breakfast was really early, like at eight o'clock. I was at work, y'all, hungry, but I was like, I'm gonna eat when I get off. Uh, when I got off, I went by my sister's house and dropped some dropped some stuff off. Then I went by my parents' house to see them for a little bit. Y'all, on my way to get food, I said to myself, all right, um, let me get five guys for something different. I go to five guys and I start to feel nauseous. I'm like, okay, this is strange. I'm gonna thug it out. I must be hungry, like I had a headache. Y'all know how it goes. So, after I get my food, I'm on my way home, and you know how when your saliva start to get warm, that's when you know you about to throw. It. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. I said, Des, don't throw up in my, don't throw up in my new car, don't throw up in my new car, don't throw up in my new car, don't throw up in my new car. So I was good, y'all. It started coming up. I said, Des, you better not throw up in my new car. I had to pull over, y'all. I don't, I guess I was just hungry, bro. I came home and literally fell right to sleep. I got home at like eight twenty eight. I'm just now waking up, and it's 11.09, so y'all forgive me. But a brother played himself today thinking I couldn't eat lunch and thinking I'd be all right until it was, I'm a greedy brother. I should have ate when I had a chance, but I'm good, y'all. I'm good. Let's get into this word, though, starting with our amazing devotional that we have today, stating, look at this transition closely. This shift from deliverance to dominion wasn't easy for children of Israel because Moses, who had brought them deliverance, was dead. The manna that had sustained them in the wilderness was seized. For deliverance, we rely on on a Moses or a minister. But to exercise our dominion, we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. You can't allow absence of Moses to shake your faith. Well, talk about it. You can't allow the absence of Moses to shake your faith. The removal of Moses is a sign that God is developing you to become his warrior. In fact, you can't walk in victory if you always rely on your minister or leader who helped you get free. Deliverance occurred only because someone else carried the anointing. But now you can't walk successfully in dominion through your promised land by borrowing from God's, by borrowing from someone else's relationship with God. You have to put that ark of the covenant on your own shoulders. Develop your own times of prayer and fasting. Get into your secret place and discover intimacy with the Holy Spirit. No one can get into the promised land riding on the anointing of Moses. You can't get out of Egypt like that. But in your own promised land or destiny will not happen that way. If relying on men of God enable you to get out of Egypt, that will not work in the next season of life. A healthy dominion mentality requires you to rely on a man. Sorry, a healthy dominion mentality requires you to rely not on a man, but on the Holy Spirit. Then it goes on to say. When Jesus was on earth, God's anointing rested on him. 
Then he promised that the Holy Spirit would rest upon his body, the church, which is entered in which is entered its promised land when the Holy Spirit descended on all 120 disciples present in the upper room. Not just on the apostles or prophets, but on every disciple of Jesus. Without a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, there is no dominion. Without a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, there is no dominion. The Holy Spirit is the Ark of the Covenant, and it's time to carry whenever and it's time to carry him wherever you go. You must realize that the Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with you. So talk to him, walk with him, and obey his voice. If life in bondage was a result of being full of demons, then the life of dominion is a result of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Fighting back is different than receiving freedom. In freedom, someone else helped you get free. The most, excuse me, the Moses that God used, but in fighting, you must develop your own personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say that last one one more time. Fighting back is different than receiving freedom. In freedom, someone else helped you get free. The Moses that God used. But in fighting, you must develop your own personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. The words. It's the words for me. Let's get into the word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 5 says, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life, as I always with Moses. So I will be true. So I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So God is already telling us in Joshua chapter one, verse five, you know, I will always be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know, God's like, I'm not your parents. I'm not your brother. I don't care what your ex-best friend did to you, your ex-girlfriend, your ex-boyfriend, your cousin, your grandparents. I'm not your parents. I'm God. I'll always be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. As I did with G, as I did with Moses, I will always be there. If we go to John chapter 14, verse 16, it says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. And the thing about God is that if you need something, God will provide you with everything that you need, but you have to call on God. You can't always rely on people to be that bridge between you and God. Sometimes you have to create that own bridge. You know, we can't, we can't, we can't continue to rely on our praying grandmothers to get us through our situations. When are you going to build that relationship with God and start to pray for yourself and find intimacy in Christ on your own? You know, we expect our leaders and our pastors and everybody else to be that, to be that God figure in our life and to be that, that bridge. But God's like, don't use people to be, to basically be that bridge for me. You know, we rely on people like like Moses, but it's like Moses depended on God. Moses obeyed God's voice in his every mood to help deliver Moses to what he needed Moses to do. So I say that to say this. I understand that some of us might be new to our faith. I understand that some of us may not know how to pray. But just like we may not know how to talk to the people in public, we can talk to our friends in private. God is your friend. The Holy Spirit is your friend. Jesus is your friend. It's all one. Treat it as your friend. 
You know, even if you got to be raw with it. Jesus wants us to come to him as we are. Not to be somebody else, but as we are. So when you come to him, be real with him. Now, I'm not going to say go to the Father and blatantly just start cursing and whatnot, whatnot. But come to God as you are. Don't be somebody else for Christ because he already knows you. He's already been watching you. He's already watched how you move. Don't be somebody that you're not. Come to God like, you know, brother, I'm not used to this blame. You know, I'm just, I'm just here to build a blame. Like, do what you do. Do what you do. But overall, again, to also piggyback on the devotional that we read, I'm going to go back to a sentence that stuck out to me. It says, without a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, there is no power. So some of us walk around powerless. That's because we don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we think to ourselves, well, I don't have power to pray or I don't believe in this or I can't do that because I don't know how that works. But the thing is, is where's your faith? You have to have faith in God. You have to have faith that he'll be able to move on your behalf. And you got to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, with Christ. You got to be able to go to him with your problems in order for him to give you that power. God's not just going to give everybody power because if that's the case, we won't need him. God wants us to depend on him. God wants us to lean on him. God wants us to go to him with our problems and letting him know what's going on so he can give us dominion. So that we can be able to be set free. And I'm going to go to another word that spoke volume to me. Let me see if I can find it. Well, Here's one also. It says the healthy dominion mentality requires you to rely on not man, but on the Holy Spirit. And that goes back to, if I can find this, uh, this sentence, it says deliverance occurred only because someone else carried the anointing. And then I'm going to go up and read another one. The removal of Moses is a sign that God is developing you to become his warrior. In fact, you can't walk in victory if you always rely on your minister or leader who helped you get free. And that goes back to exactly what I said before. We cannot rely on everybody else to be that bridge. Because when all things fail, your pastor dies or your family start dying, what happened? Your relationship with Christ dies? It don't work like that. We got to learn to be stable in our walk with God. We got to learn to build our own relationship with God. Just like we don't let our parents choose our relationships, with some of y'all might. But in a real world, we don't let our parents choose our relationships. We don't let our friends, we don't let our parents choose our friends. We don't let our friends choose our friends. You know, and we don't talk through our friends in the means of, let me go to my friend and see what my friend going to say. Or let me see what my mom going to say. Or let me see what this person going to say. We make decisions on our own. So even in Christ, stop leaning on all of these people to help you get to heaven when you can help yourself get to heaven. Let me rephrase that. Stop leaning on everybody to help you get into heaven and get your own self into heaven. Because it's just not right. Everybody, I can't, I just can't stress it enough and I just keep saying it. Though Everybody can't be there for you. You got to learn how to pray. You have to learn how to fight back on your own. 
Because when you're in this battle and your pastor's not next to you and your uh, teacher's not next to you and your parents aren't next to you, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, your grandma, your granddaddy, Kiki, boo-boo, uh, whoever it is, they're not next to you. Guess who is God? God's going to be next to you. And if you don't have that relationship with God, the battle's going to be awkward. You might still, you might lose the battle. And you might not even gain no victory from it because you're, you're lost. And you don't have God and you're expecting on that praying person to come into your life and tell you what you need to do or speak over you. Speak over yourself. Speak over yourself. We rely on everybody else for deliverance, but we need to start relying on Christ for deliverance. God knows you better than anybody does. And, you know, we're going to go to our pastor and tell him what we think is wrong with us. And it might not even be what's actually wrong. That just might be the surface. It's deeper than that. Go to Christ and ask Christ to deliver you so he can exercise that dominion in your life. So he can work on your behalf and be there with you in the battle and you feel it. It's a transition that we have to look at very closely. And it's that transition that shifts from deliverance to dominion. And it wasn't easy. Like the devotional said, it wasn't easy. Not even for Israel. But because Moses, Moses, who had brought them deliverance, was dead, the manna that had sustained them in the wilderness ceased. So that's like saying like your pastor, like I said, your pastor dies. The one that was delivering you dies. So now you feel powerless. Now you feel helpless. Now you feel like there's nothing for you to do. Now you feel like you have no purpose. You put your hands. I mean, you put your life in the hands of man when you should have been putting your life in Christ. Huh? We have to do Better. 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 And I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself because even though, even with me, it gets to times where sometimes it gets a little rough. It gets a little rough and you start leaning on other people to help you understand, which is nothing wrong because sometimes we struggle physically in this world and we need that godly presence or that godly help to. Help us to that next step and help us to remember Christ and what he's done. Because sometimes we forget and there's nothing wrong with that. But don't solely put all of your faith in man to deliver you from your issues and to pray for you every time you go through a hard rock. You got a mouth. God gave us one so that we could pray. God gave you legs so that you can be able to walk to that safe place and discover Christ for yourself. God gave you a heart so you can fall in love with Christ. Not only did God God give you eyes to see, but he also gave you eyes so that you could walk by faith and not by sight. And I know that sounds crazy, but in my analogy, I think of it as when you're in the will of God, you start to walk by faith. Once you obey God's word, your sight becomes different. You start to see things in a different light than the way you saw them before. Like God gave us a nose so we could smell when things is gone bad or rotten or when things stink. We got to use that to its full advantage. And we don't. We have to rely on Christ. Like, we won't win these fights if we're not relying on him. And even in the will of God, when we do lose these fights, he provides us with the victory still. Because just like, what is it? Uh, I think it's the uh, the battle. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina, and we have this 
Battleground was made, was created after um, a battle here way back in the day. If my teachers are listening to this, they'd be very upset that I don't remember these dates, but I don't at all. And funny story is, is that Guilford County, that, that Guilford did not even win the battle. They lost the battle, but they still won the victory. And that's the amazing thing about it. Like, sometimes we don't always win the battle, but we still gain the victory. But you got to believe in Christ. You got to have Christ on your side. Y'all, we just got to do better overall. Like, that. this whole thing, it, it literally cut, cut me deep. We got to be, we got to be on our stuff, y'all. We got to be on our stuff. But that's all I got for y'all today. I'm about to slide out. I got this food from Five Guys, y'all, and I'm so hungry. But I just could not eat it when I got home. Like, my stomach had, I was like, bro, let me take a nap. And then I'm going to wake back up. I'm going to let my body wake up. And when my body wake up, I'm going to eat. But man, y'all, that messed me up. Never skip a meal. Never skip a meal. And I'm going to tie it to Jesus. Sometimes we feel like we can skip skip talking to God sometimes and do things on our own. And God reminds us, you can't do that. You have to eat. You have to be fed. Not only physically, but spiritually as well. Don't give up on God. Don't think that God has failed you. Don't think that your life is over. Don't think that you can't do it no more. Don't allow issues of the world to stop you from becoming the great that you can be. Christ will provide the greatness, all the greatness that you can be. He will give you the he will give you the uh the instruction manual. All you got to do is trust in him. He will literally guide you to wherever you need to go in life. It's faith, the size of mustard seed that we need. God ain't asking for nothing special, but he's asking for faith the size of a mustard seed. If I had a mustard seed right now and dropped it on my carpet, nobody would find it. Because he ain't asking for a lot. He's asking for a little bit. So try God. Don't try man. Try God. Don't rely on man. Rely on God. Lean on God. The Bible talks about how not to lean on your own understanding Lean on God. Don't don't lean on yourself to think that you know the answers are life to give you the answers. God is life. Give it to God. Don't give it to the world. Because like we talked about a few days ago in this plan, the world is what that the world is our responsibility. And as we can see, we can't rely on the world. Because everything in the world does everything in the world. Is not destined for your walk at that time. What am I trying to say? Everything in that, everything in the world is not meant for you. So when you're relying on the world, you're relying on all these things of the world to tell you how to live your life. Social media, your family, um, your friends, everything in the world, you're relying on it to teach you how to live your life. And God's like, stop relying on the world. Rely on me. The world is full of sin. You can't rely on sin to guide you to where you need to go in life. The Bible says that all good things come from above. 
all good things, all good things, not some, not a little bit, but all of it comes from above. So just keep that in mind. And whenever you're feeling some type of way, I saved this whole Bible plan because I know for a fact I'm going to go back and have to read this again. But rely on God and not on your own understanding. The battle with Christ is so much easier than by yourself. Try God. Turn the mic out.